come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I am Kimbra. And we are here for part two of our Brilliance of the Seas cruise. We got through the first few days last time. We got one more port day, one sea day, and I guess disembarkation. Sad face. Yeah, but before we do that, uh, we got any news we need to cover? Um, News. News. News by news, I mean like stuff we need to talk about. We should probably talk about the underwater post on Facebook. Yes, if you're not familiar, if you go over to the Fantastic Cruising Community over on Facebook... We have a section for creator posts over there for everyone that wants to kind of share whatever they're doing right now, videos, podcasts, whatever. But we also have a special one. It's special. Special? It's special. And it's specifically for underwater posts. Now, I don't mean like posting it underwater. I mean posts with video or even photography, I guess, of underwater subject matter. So uh, I put this on there because... We are kind of known as the cruise people that do the underwater things and yes. stuff. And so I really wanted to kind of build on that. And so uh, I want people to remember it's there. And my good buddy Mark from the Traveling Duo put one of their videos up there this week. Yeah, they were in Labity Haiti, right? Yes, they were. And uh, it's their Explorers of the Seas vlog, part three, Labity Haiti. Check out all their vlogs. Their vlogs coming out from their most recent cruise it was a Southern Caribbean cruise, so a lot of good content. They've already got some really wicked drone footage of Curacao and stuff like that. But um, but what I really liked about this one, it's got some underwater footage in it. And not only is there underwater footage, but Mark really sp- takes some time to talk about his experience filming underwater and gives you some tips and tricks for underwater videography. Yeah. So check it out. So speaking of cruise vlogs, Matt... Cruise vlogs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have recently put out our day one cruise vlog of this cruise. Yes, we have. Day one is out already out there. You can go over to Fantastic Studios right now. In fact, pause this podcast, go watch it, give it a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, hit the little bell so you're notified every time a new video comes out on Fantastic Studios, which that's going to be happening. We do have the room tour as well. So go go check those out, and we're going to do day two. My, so here's the thing. My mom and my uncle are visiting now, so that's going to slow us down a little bit getting that next episode out. But, you know, once we kick them out, we're on it. That's right. We have lots of days to cover and yeah. stuff. And we'll have our own underwater footage because we got lots of underwater bloop, 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 bloop. Are those bubbles? That was a blooper. Get it? A blooper reel? And moving on. Moving on. So, okay. So that's, I think that's all the news that we wanted to cover. And uh, let's get back into the cruise. When we last left our intrepid explorers, they were going to sleep on this first sea day. So now we're waking up the next day, right? Not, not on the first sea day. After. Oh, 
After Cozumel, no, after, where did we go? Grand Cayman. After Grand Cayman. Were you on this cruise or I, did somebody else go? I don't know. So we begin this story with day four. Wait, we already began the story. We continue this story with day four. That's much better. Day four was Cozumel Day. Yes, Cozumel, Mexico. I was going to sing some Mexican music, but I couldn't think of it. Then you didn't know anything? Yeah, in, basically. A Mexican song? Arriba! <laughs> okay, let's pretend that didn't happen. And uh, and and so, uh, Cozumel, what did we do in Cozumel? We got up, we ate breakfast. We did. We had some breakfast and... Got off the ship? We did, so... It's, it's unlike Grand Cayman. This is a just walk off the ship kind of a situation. And our weight to get off the ship was terrible. It was zero weight. Oh, yeah. It was wonderful. We had no weight at all. We just walked. We just strolled right off the ship like nothing. Yeah. We we didn't get to Cozumel until 10. So we were able to sleep in sort of-ish. Yeah. And then get breakfast and kind of take our time to get off the ship. So that was nice. It was. And then, okay, so we, so we get off the ship. And we were actually sort of in a different port than I think either one of us had ever been. And definitely... For you, because if you go to Cozumel, there's there's really three major cruise ports you can end up in. There's the one that is the one that Carnival typically uses, which is the one I've normally been in. Then there is a one there. There's a one. There is a one, and then there is Ooh, other steak sauce. That's my favorite steak sauce. Okay, but anyway, there's one that's like downtown, sort of Cozumel downtown. But there's one that's actually just to the left of the Carnival cruise terminal. And that is the one we were at because we were on Royal Caribbean. And it's sort of like the Carnival Cruise Terminal. We'll get more into that later on in this episode. But we, we got off there and we made our way, found our way to the taxi area. And and let me tell you a tip. Okay, Cozumel is really good about making sure that cabs are fair. And so they post the fares. That way it's fair fares. They post the fares publicly so you can see exactly how much you should pay to take a taxi. So that way you don't get ripped off. Yeah. And they're, you know, I mean, I've never had anybody try and rip me off in a cabin. I have. Cozumel. In Cozumel? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. With my first time there when we went to Mr. Sancho's, we came back and the guy was trying to make us pay more monies. Oh, that's not good. It was good. a different situation than this one. But this was really easy and smooth, both there and back. There and back again, a hobbit's yeah. tale. I mean, we were eating like hobbits. Might as well live the life. So so we get in the cab, mm-hmm. and uh, it was basically like a van. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried to talk to the guy, but he wasn't he wasn't very talkative. I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't speak a lot of English. Yeah. I don't, we, I don't speak very much Spanish, so I can't really fault him for that. Yeah. We're we, in his country, after all. I should have known some Spanish, right? Yes. So we, we ride on the cab. Any Anything you remember from the cab ride? We shared the cab with a group of people. Yes, we did. Where were they from? Do you remember where they were from? I don't remember. Oh, I don't, but I could probably watch the video. Well, maybe look for look for upcoming Cozumel Day on Fantastic Studios if you really want to know where they were from. But they were very nice. They saw us filming our goofy little selves, and they were like, what, you're not going to include us? So Yeah, so we did a little segment with them, and they were, like, talking to us. And then we said goodbye to them, and they went off on their excursion, and we kept going. Yes, they were getting off at a, a boat dock area, and they were going snorkeling, actually. They were taking a boat out to some place to snorkel. They and said it in the video. Yeah, so there you go. Once again, you know, we don't want to spoil too much. That's right. There's got to be some mystery left. I don't know. That's that's what I'm going to stick with. 
so we we get to Chonkanob, which Chonkanob is just a few miles from the cruise terminal, and it it only took probably like maybe 10, 15 minutes with dropping them off, probably yeah. 15 minutes to get there. If that. It was quick. So this is your first time in Chonkanob, so mm-hmm. you, I'll let you kind of describe uh, the, the entryway or the entry experience at Chonkanob. Um, I mean, it was pretty self-explanatory. We got up there, we found where the entrance was, but there was actually a guy that came up and was like, hey, what are you doing here? And we were like, hey, we have a reservation. And he was like, cool, great, come over to this window. So we went over to the window and the guy checked us in and all was well. And we got hats. Hats, yeah. I've been to Chonkanob several times. I've never gotten a hat. That was pretty cool. It's, it's because I booked it. It's it. I'm sure that's what it is. It's a, like a trucker style hat, and uh, and it's got Chonkanob on it. It's cool. It's really neat. It's yeah. nice. So for I, I purchased the tickets for this ahead of time. So we did entry and uh, buffet lunch, and then apparently it comes with hats. Right. Hats off to Chonkanob. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't actually know we were getting hats. They surprised us with the hats. Had you known, it would have been less of a surprise. So. The, Anyways, so they gave us little... Uh, is this a recap? <laughs> Get it, Cap? Re- Matt. Okay, sorry. Any- yeah, anyway. They, they gave us um, bracelets, not the word. What's the... Wristbands. There we go. They gave us wristband things, and we went on our way. Yes, and if you do want to book Chonkanob, you will save a, f- a few bucks if you do it ahead of time. I don't. Do you remember what it was for the buffet package? It was approximately $33 per person. There you go. Not bad. Um, you There's different types of admissions you can get into Chonkanob. They also have deals where you can do like a dolphin encounter, manatee encounter. They've got like a tequila tasting thing. They've got zip lines there. Yeah. There's there's different packages you can, you can go into. But for us, we just wanted some food, just some grub, and uh, the coral, access to the coral and the crocodiles and the iguanas. Crocodiles? Oh, crocodiles. yeah, the crocodiles. Yeah, That's crocodiles. right. They yeah. have those there. Really? Who are you? <laughs> um, my name's Kimbra. Who are you? Anyway, so we get to the park. We go in, and I, every time I go to Chunkanob, they are adding things to it. I think they're trying to compete with some of the other destinations down there, and it just gets bigger and better every time I go. But the real gem of Chunkanob is that they have a sand beach, which is, I'm sure, imported in, the sand is imported in, because the actual water line at Chonkanob is all coral structure. So it's it's like old coral structure. So it's like limestone rock. There are a bunch of different stairways that you can enter the water through. But it's not like a beach. They do have a fake beach that you can go to if you really just want the beach experience. But if you want the beach experience, don't go to Chonkanob. That's not where you want to be. You want to go to Mr. Sancho's or Nachikakom, however you say that. One of those kind of places. Um, if you're looking for a good snorkel spot, Chonkanob might be your destination. Yeah. So we we walked over to the sandy area and we picked out some chairs to drop off our stuff. Nice wooden chairs. with They had them with umbrellas. We chose to get the ones without. Yeah, well, we weren't going to be and sitting they there. They don't charge you extra for those. Just nope. If you, if you go on your own like we did, you will beat all the tours there and get lots of choice for chairs. If you come later with a tour, those chairs might be full. Yeah, so we got front row chairs so we could see our stuff from the water, which... If we were looking up from the water, we would have seen more often, but my face was in the water the whole time. 
But, you know, we also had a beach safe that my mom got for us. Yes, that was really nice of her to do that. Yeah, you don't have to be nice just because she's sitting behind you. Yeah. <laughs> we also had towel clips, which was nice, which your yeah. mother also had part in. Yes, yes. So so a beach safe, though, is handy for a place like this when nobody was on the beach in our party, so, which was our party was just the two of us. So uh, it we were able to put, like, our ship cards in there and some cash. My phone. Your phone so it didn't get wet. Yeah. So, that, you know, look look at getting a, into getting one of these beach safes if, if you're in a similar scenario and you want to have everybody in the water for a minute. Chunkanob's a pretty secure spot, but still, I mean, theft could happen anywhere. So yeah. you want to secure your valuables. Yeah. So then what did we do? We jumped in the water. Yeah, we snorkeled. Yeah. Yeah. And we- what, what did we see? Oh my gosh, we saw fish, and we saw fish, and we saw fish. Lots of fish. We saw so many fish. I mean, we did see coral and anemones and sponges and... But so many fish, There were a lot of fish. Yeah, there was um, the fish that were hanging out with us. Yes, Bermuda chub, and there were some... Sergeant majors. Sergeant majors, and they I guess, obviously, they feed them. So, oh, yeah. So you get in the water, and you'll see this if you watch the video when it comes out. You'll you'll see the fish just surrounding us. It was crazy. Or like, even in the intro to this to the day one video, there's a shot of me with fish surrounding me. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So you don't even have to wait. But you should watch the whole thing. Don't just stop at the beginning. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's the cool thing about Chonkanob is the depth is anywhere between basically like two or three feet all the way to about. 25, 35 feet, depending, I guess, on the on the tide and stuff like that. But uh, they did they did start roping off some of the shallower areas, so you don't have as much access to shallow spots. I think they're doing it for a good reason. I think they're trying to get some renourishment to the corals and stuff that are growing right along the shoreline. But unfortunately, that does limit the easy snorkeling a little bit. But still, I mean, it's still a really good place to snorkel, even if you are. Uh, fairly new or, or a beginner at snorkeling because there is still some good snorkeling that's like eight, ten feet of water uh, that's in that whole area. Yeah. So I'm going to jump in real quick, Matt. How do you feel about, since we're talking about fish, going ahead and doing the cruise creature? I don't know. How do you feel about it since you are the one doing the cruise creature this week? I don't know what to do with myself. I'm a little nervous. I'm not sure how, how I'll be able to to match up to it's you. It's okay because this is pre-recorded, so we can always just stop and redo it if you mess up. Okay, so here we go. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Cruise creature us. Okay, so the cruise creature this this week is actually one that I saw in Grand Cayman when we were diving. So we got done with our dive, and the first thing I said to Matt, well, after was, this was awesome, is there's a fish that I saw and I want to know what it is. So we got back on the ship, and of course we brought our reef fish book with us so we could look up all the things that we saw, and I found this fish, and it is the bicolor damsel, and it's a really cool looking fish. Um, They actually come in lots and lots of different colors, but the one in particular that I saw that I was really curious about was white and yellow and black. So the front of the fish was kind of black and kind of faded into the yellow, and then the the back half of it kind of faded into white. So it was a really pretty fish, and I saw them everywhere, so I needed to know about them. And and that may sound a little hard to figure out, because it's it's not your normal fish that has, like, bands or stripes, but the way she's describing it is very accurate. 
And we'll put a picture over on the Fantastic Cruising community, and I'm sure you'll see them in the videos. But uh, they're very distinct fish, especially if they have that black, yellow, and white color phase. Once you see one, you'll know. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's a bicolor damselfish. Yeah, so some of the other variations are not quite as exciting. They're just kind of like a darker color in front and then like I mean, a whitish in the back. That's subjective. I, I'm sure that I'm sure that the ones that are just black and white are like, hey, we don't need no yellow on us. Okay. No, I mean, they're all very pretty. But like I said, because of the, the three colors on it, it just it stood out to me. And there were lots of lovely fish, both Grand Cayman and Cozumel, but that's the one that really stood out to me. Why do you think that one like rung your bell? I I'm not sure. Probably because it was it was something I hadn't seen before. Like I knew the um, the blue tangs and I knew the fairy basilets and I knew the blue headed wrasse. But when I saw this one, this one was different. Okay, so it was just like, ooh, what are you? Yeah, it kind of was like, hey, what is that fish? So these guys um, can be found all around the Caribbean and southern Florida, Bermuda. Say that word. Bermuda. Uh Uh-huh. Come on, pretty mama. Yeah, so all over those areas. Anyway, yeah. Um, They like to hang out in the coral, that sort of thing. How big do these fishies get? These fishies get uh, up to four inches. So that's for a damsel fish because these are damsels. Yes. That's a fairly decent sized damsel. I mean, there are damsels that get a little bit bigger, like Sergeant Majors, and there are some that stay a little bit smaller. But that's probably um, probably an average medium sized damsel fish. I yeah. Would say. I don't know if we saw any that were that big, but no. I I definitely saw a ton of them, and they are amazing. And I highly recommend you look for them when you are snorkeling in the Caribbean next time. Now, one of the things about damsels is that they are not, unlike the stories, they are usually not damsels in distress. In fact, the ones that you see are often the males and they don't, they're not afraid of you. They're not distressed by you. They're, well, they are kind of distressed by you, but, but not because they're afraid because they're like, get out of my, get off my lawn. These damselfish are the get-off-my-lawn fish. Yeah, you've had some experiences with I've them, I've been right? attacked by many animals in my life, but probably I've been attacked by more damsels than any other thing at all. Yeah, it's really funny to see the videos. It happened in uh, uh, Cozumel, didn't it? In Chonkanob? Yeah. yeah, it did. I was actually, I grabbed this little yellow rope that was on this weight thing because I was trying to film a, a porcupine fish that was under a ledge, and I got attacked. Like, my hand got bit by this little damsel it wasn't it wasn't the bicolor damsel it was a different damsel but uh it it didn't it doesn't really hurt but it just it kind of scared me a little bit like it kind of surprised me i should say because all of a sudden i felt something like hit my hand pretty hard and it was like a three or four inch fish that was then looking at me like i don't know who you think you are but you need to get out of my space right now yeah so there it is, the bicolor damsel, your cruise creature from Kimbra. How'd I do? That was great. This was only the 15th take. It was not. That was actually one take. <laughs> I did it all at once, my first time. You did. That was that was very well done. I did I'm a lot very, of research. I'm proud of you. I didn't share a lot of information, I guess, but I feel like I did a lot of research. I think she did great. Listen, let her know she did a good job. Go over to the Fantastic Cruising community and tell Kimbra how good she did on the cruise creature so she feels confident and comfortable to do them in the future. Although not so confident and comfortable that I don't get to do them. I don't want her to like take my job. 
but just, you know, so I can share the wealth a little bit. Don't tell me that I did good just because Matt told you to tell me I did good. Tell me I did good because I actually did good. Boom. <laughs> you did actually do good. So Thank it's you. A, you're, you're, yeah, you're welcome. It was a fish that I really liked. Okay. Well, that's official. Your first cruise creature. Oh, snap. Snap. Oh, okay. We saw that snap shrimp. That's Oh, that story. was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Big claw and a little claw and they go like yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. You'll see that in the video when yeah. we go to Grand Cayman. Yeah. Just another little sneak peek or sneak listen. All right. Sneak. All right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Okay, so so we snorkeled and then we got out mm-hmm. and then we ate the lunch, the buffet lunch. Um, look, this is not the place to go with the buffet. Now, they have a restaurant that's really good. But if you want to do the buffet lunch, this you're not going there for the amazing food. But it's... It's good. It's just it's, it's fine. It's, it's a buffet that gives you some food, right? Yeah, it's it's a way to feed a lot of people. If there's yeah. a lot of people that want the buffet. But I will tell you this: what they lack in food on their buffet. Ooh, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, what am I gonna say? They make up for with their apple juice. Apple juice. The apple what was the juice. Other one? It was- mango juice. They had pineapple juice and they had lime juice. But it wasn't it wasn't your normal no, juices, man. No. This this juice was good. It was some of the best juice I've ever had. Yeah. Every flavor. Even like I was like, oh, I'll try the lime juice. It's probably just like no, this was amazing. It was all good. Mango was amazing. The best the oh. apple juice did not taste like just apple. No, that was the best apple juice I've ever had. It was, we should have asked about this juice. I mean, they were probably they'd probably be like, "Yeah, we take the fruit and we squeeze it, and you get the juice. We don't <laughs> add all this other junk to it." Like probably, yeah. But it was good. Yeah, it yeah. was that was good juice. Food fine, juice good. So after lunch, we went back and snorkeled a little bit more. We did. I think we sat for a minute to let our food settle. But yes, we snorkeled more. I just blocked those moments out when I'm not in the water. Okay. But but after that, actually, we did some fun stuff out of the water. We did so. We snorkeled, we got out of the water, we packed our stuff up, and then we walked. So Chunkanob has some little trails. They're not extensive, but they're there. And there's a beautiful lagoon that you cannot swim in, but you can walk by it, and it's really pretty. Crystal clear waters. Yeah. I mean, you see that everywhere in the Caribbean, but the lagoon is really pretty. And it's got some, you know, planted flowers and trees and stuff that's I nice. I saw a parrot fish. Yes, there was a parrot. Not in the tree. But, no. <laughs> um, but in the in the Be- lagoon. Below the tree. Below the, yes, below the, below the yeah. And anyway, and then there and then there's some uh, captive American crocodiles there, which I believe are rescue crocodiles, but don't quote me on that because I'm not 100% sure. But they have three American crocodiles, two crocodile pens. It was kind of funny, too, because we were there and there was somebody... That was looking at the crocodiles, and they were like, I feel so bad for these crocodiles. They got such a small habitat. And I'm thinking... Those are big spaces. It was a big space, yeah. And, and they'll, you know, the crocodiles doing what crocodiles do. Chilling in water. Yeah, just sitting there, yeah. hanging Yeah, hanging it didn't... Out. It was a pretty big space. Like, I was like... It was funny. I walked up, and I was like, oh, this is a nice area. And then I heard that lady say it, and I was right. like, that's funny. It's just, it's just because people kind of put different... Um, anthropomorphized or other animal characteristics onto things that don't have it. I mean, crocodiles are big reptiles. They spend 90% of their time just laying there. That's what they do. 
And uh, this was not a skinny, emaciated animal. This was a big, fat, happy crocodile. Yeah, it who, was. Uh, looked really beautiful. It was very, very appropriate for that crocodile. Yeah. I think. So Chonkanob hats off to the crocodile. Yes. Care at Chonkanob, which I believe that is like a state or a or a national park. I think it's a national park, Chonkanob. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So so what else did we see along the trail? So we My saw. My competition. <laughs> I almost lost Kimbra. Yeah. So we saw another reptile that was so cute. Go ahead. Tell him what it was. It was a spiny tail iguana. Yes. And then we saw, well, the first one. Describe the experience of seeing the first one and then go and watch the video when it comes out because I think we got it all on video. Okay. So we saw it. It was really great. We walked over. He Did you was, say it was really gray? Well, I guess he was kind of he gray. He was gray, yeah. yeah. Gray. Um, but black, he was black bands, gray. Yeah, yeah, he was he was a gorgeous creature, but he was really cute and he was kind of chilling. And then we got close to him and he like took off. And he's so cute when he runs and kind of wiggles and cute. And then he stops and he starts like bobbing his head. He he saw a lady. Matt thinks it was me. It was you. It was probably another lizard. Whatever. It was it was Kimbra. Anyways. He was putting the moves on Kimbra. He stole my heart. Whatever. He was he was cool though. He was really cool and the way yeah, he kind of shook his butt when he ran. It was Yeah, it was real cute. You can imagine. I mean, I don't do lizards really even have a, a butt. I mean, they have they have sort of they have anyway. Do I'm they not poop? Get, they do. They have a cloaca, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> You have to watch the video to see him because it was really adorable. And you think when he took off, like, oh, did we scare him? No, because he ran right past us and he had a destination. Oh, yeah. And he, he had is, a goal and a purpose. Yeah, it was it was real cute. And then we saw a couple females right after that. Yes. Yep. Yep. And then actually we saw we saw those before we saw the crocodiles. We did. Yeah. yeah that's okay. We yep. can go out of order a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's cool. And then we, we rocked around some more and saw some of the, the Mayan... Fake Mayan ruin. Yeah, they're replicas. Things. Let's that's, use replicas a euphemism that's, for fake. That's the word I was looking for, but I couldn't think of it. So fake's <laughs> what came out. It's like you know we call a habitat instead of a tank. It's a tank. It's okay? the same thing. It's so, a fake Mayan ruin, but it's a replica. Yeah. So we saw the replicas, and they had some people at. They was like kind of like, enjoy that. Um, like a little village kind of thing, like some little replica, little houses, and they had some people there that were kind of. The people were not replicas; they were actual. No, they humans. were they were real, real humans. But I'm sure if we would have asked them questions, they would have told us things. But we didn't ask them questions. No, so, we were kind of on the on the move, and um, but yeah, they do like little demonstrations and stuff there. Yeah, right? so that was cool, and. Then what else did we see, Matt? Um, I, I think that was the bulk of it. Uh, we, you know, I think we said we saw more iguanas in the Mayan ruins, mm-hmm. and then we kind of made our way back. Kind of went. They have a nice. It's well, it, they have a gift shop. It doesn't have a lot. It it has a lot if you're doing the dolphin encounter. It's all geared. Yeah, towards it's all the dolphin for the encounter. dolphin stuff. So the one thing that I always do when I go to Cozumel that we were not able to do was the fish pedicure. They had one there. But when we walked by, the person that was, there was nobody working at it. Yeah. So, so they we were, were, we were going to do a fish pedicure. They were but there we when we walked in and we were like, oh, let's do our stuff and then, you know, do this on our way back. And on our way out, they were not there and it broke my heart. So I have. Guess we'll have to go back to Cosimo. Hey, that's a really good idea. There you go. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think the, the tip here is. I'm pretty sure they're going to focus on people when they arrive at the park. 
So if you want to do that sort of thing, same with the people that were in the replica Mayan village, I think they kind of focused the bulk of it, like in the first few hours when people were getting there. And then I, they probably feel like after that, most people aren't doing those things. Yeah. So maybe go to the fish pedicure first if you're going to do the fish pedicure. And if you've never done a fish pedicure, you might think it's gross and weird. Do it anyways. And and if you're not sure what we're talking about, you stick your feet into like a fish tank and there's little tiny fish in there and they eat the dead skin off of your feet. Yeah. It's it's kind of cool. It's like it tickles. It's weird. It's cool. It's odd. Just be careful you don't get the piranha one because then you, they might take a little too much. Yeah, like your whole foot. Yeah. Maybe a toe. They'll leave the bones. Yeah. Look at the bones. There's my Monty Python reference for the week. Now, uh, we finished up in Chonkanob. Mm-hmm. You go, basically, you go up to the front. They got a few little souvenir stores. We didn't go in there. We were like, let's go back to the ship. So you just get in line there. They got cabs constantly coming and going. It was really easy. Got in a cab, took it back to the port. They just say, what ship? You tell them the ship. They know exactly where you're going. So we went back, and then we just went right onto the ship. We dropped our stuff off. You took a shower. Quick shower, yeah. Cleaned up. I was salty. You, She was salty, that one. The good kind of salty. Yes. And then is there a bad kind of salty? Yeah, no. like like you don't like something salty. Oh, okay. All right. And then we went back out into the port to do a little bit of shopping because we needed to get some postcards for our postcard winners. Um, we wanted to, what else did we want? What was our other objective? Oh, we wanted to get some cool little Mexican Bowls. What do you what do you call them? Ramekins. I said ramekin, but they're kind of salsa bowls. Salt. So, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. So we went out into this area, and it's the like I said, it's kind of the, it's the Royal Caribbean one, and what we found is that there's there's a lot of shops in this one, but they're kind of an indoor areas. Some are outdoors, but they're they're kind of winding around, and I don't know. It was there was a probably. Maybe more shops than in the Carnival Port, but it was more of, of the same thing repeated over and over again. So less, I guess, more quantity, less quality? Yeah, like there were there were lots of the jewelry stores, lots of leather stores, and lots of just stuff stores. With and the they, same stuff. They were all the same stuff. Exact yeah. same stuff yep. in every single... Which I know that's like a thing in the in the cruise ports, but, you know, like the, the Carnival Port has some unique things like a piranha joe's and there's like the mayan um, rum cake rum cake place and stuff Ooh, like that we have rum cakes matt we do have rum cakes but focus oh now we thought man that's kind of a bummer let's go and look and see what shops are on the outside of the cruise port so we walked out there we walked around there's like a little shopping area outside it, not a lot there either, really. A bunch of the same kind of stuff. And and here's the thing. You always hear people say, get away from the cruise ports and the prices will be better. Well, not so much in Cozumel. No, that, that, that one place we went to, it was like way overpriced way for the higher. same yeah. exact stuff. Yeah. So so then we're like, and, and those shops were actually closing. It was about five. We were there till what, seven or something like yeah, that? Yeah, we were there till seven. So we're like, wow, this place is closing down. It was like maybe 3.30 or 4.00. And, uh, and I'm like, well, the Carnival Port is right there. Do you think we can get in there? Because we had to show, like, ship IDs 
when we got back from Chonkanab to get into our port. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know if they're going to let us in because we weren't on a carnival ship. Well, they didn't card you or anything. You just walk right in. So we ended up getting to the carnival port and walking around there. And there's one big shop on the end. If you've ever been to this port, you know exactly which shop we mean because it's a really cool store. And uh, we found our bowls there. Yes. And um, A magnet. Yes. It was a really it, cool magnet. It was attractive. And um, then we went and we went to the, the hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we went to the hot sauce and uh, rum cake place, which I have in the past kind of criticized this rum cake. They claim it's the rummiest rum cake. And I've had a lot of dry rum cake from these people. But they had some samples and the samples we had were good. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I got a bad batch. I don't know if this was just the samples that were good. I don't know. We'll find out. We haven't tried that particular rum cake it's at home not, yet. It's not a rum rum cake, though. It's true. The one we got is a what? Tequila. Tequila cake? What? Key lime pie tequila, right? No, it was margarita, no? wasn't margarita, it? Margarita even better, yeah. Margarita, yeah. tequila. Yeah, what could go wrong? Nothing. I got some good hot sauce. I wasn't going to get any hot sauce, but it's, it's so cheap there. Like, I got hot sauce in... Um, Grand Cayman, one bottle was like... It was $12. Yeah, 12 bucks. So I got like two or three bottles of hot sauce for like, I don't know, like less than $10. Yeah. It was a good deal. Yeah. I couldn't pass it up. It was and it good. was delicious. Yes. It's delicious. So we we, we got our all of our, our stuff. Okay, we got our haul. And then we hauled ourselves back onto the ship. Yep. We did it. And I didn't buy anything at Del Sol. No, which was a thing. We did go in. She's kind of got a problem. Right? With Del Sol. Yeah, we went in. We went in. Yeah, because remember the guy was like, cause she had her Del Sol sunglasses oh. on. So throughout the cruise, we were in like three different Del Sol shops. Only two? No, one in Grand Cayman and two in, um, didn't we go through two in No, we Mexico? didn't We didn't do the, the other one. We just went through the one at the, oh, the, the Brilliant. But the so. guy came out of the store and he was like, nice glasses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was fun. But- Anyway, she has an issue with, with buying Del Sol stuff, which is fine. I mean, it's cute stuff. It changes colors. It does. It's cool. She's got a lot of it. And she she told me, okay, I wasn't like putting limits on her. She was like, don't let me go into the Del Sol shop in Mexico because I already have a Cozumel thing. But then when we get there, she's like, look, it's Del Sol. I'm like, you told me not to let you go in there. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. I'm like, you told me not to let you go in there. We went in there. I didn't buy anything. She didn't. I'm proud of you. I talked to the guy. I mean, the problem with Del Sol is that, like you said, it's the same stuff in every single store with a different word on it, depending on where you're located. Yeah, I already have a lot of the designs. Like, we walked in and I was like, oh, I have that design from here and that design from here. So, I've got all the designs. They just have different locations. Did we say what Del Sol is for the for the one person out there that doesn't know? I mean, I just said it changes colors. There you go. In the sunlight? Yes. Okay, I, I just wasn't paying I don't attention. Think, no, we didn't specifically say that. Oh. But yeah. Okay. Well, it, it changes. It does that. Yeah, it changes colors in the sunlight. There you go. You're welcome, that one person. Now, after we got back on the ship, um, what did we do at that point? Um. Well, I don't know the exact time that we got back on the ship because you remember everything closed down before we actually had to be back on. Yeah, it was. I think it was that just was a weird. little after five, five thirty, maybe. It wasn't super late. I mean, I think we had to be on the ship by probably six thirty. I want to yeah. say so. Uh, yeah. Thing even even in our port, things were closing down, and I'm like, the ship's not leaving for another hour, but they yeah. were they were shutting it down. Yeah. So when we got back on, I don't I don't actually remember if we 
so we did the the comedy show um but i don't remember if we ate dinner before that or after that so i think it was was after you think i don't know i have anyways we went to the buffet to get our our daily cheese that's right and we saw that they were doing like a build your own quesadilla and mexican buffet yeah basically a mexican buffet and we were like oh no what are we gonna do? Yeah, what are we gonna do? We're I gonna think we went ahead and Steven ate and at Puntu. that time. We did. Yeah, we, just, so, we were just like, do you want to just eat this now? Because there's like nachos and stuff, and so we did. Yeah, so we went ahead and had dinner at the buffet. Skipped out on the MDR. Felt bad about it, except we were eating food, so it was good. And then we went to the comedy show. Which was a new comedian. Yes, and I liked him. I thought he was really funny. He was fine. He wasn't, like, the best comedian ever, but he was funny. Yeah. No, but he was good. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he, yeah, mm. yeah. I've seen much worse. Y- yes, at the beginning of that cruise. So, okay, so then after the comedy show. After the comedy show, do you remember what we did? I have no idea. Okay, we went back to the room and got the, um, what's the book? The fish book. Yes, the Fish ID book. Yes, went up to the StarQuest Lounge for the first time. It was open and available for us to go. Yeah, the StarQuest Lounge is basically, you should watch the ship tour when it comes out, Fantastic Studios on YouTube, but or, or listen to the podcast of the audio version. But basically on Royal Caribbean ships, most of them have that sort of, I call it the flying saucer looking area. And it's, it's up in that area, the StarQuest Lounge. And we kept trying to go to this place over and over again, every time we went up there, there was a private event, private function going on. There was a, a special buffet, but there was nobody there except for a couple crew members that were, you know, staff that was working it. And it was like, can we ever get into this place? Like, I like to go up there and just chill out, relax. It's got a nice view. We were pretty much denied this whole cruise, but we did get to go in at that point, right? We walked around for a minute, but it was nighttime, so it's not when we wanted to be there. Yeah, but we sat down and we went through the book and looked at some of the fish that we saw for the day and over the last couple of days. And then actually, I started getting, like, the the ship was rocking quite a bit that night, so I don't know if it was... If it was the food, if it was the rocking, if it was just that I was tired. But we ended up going to bed early because neither of us felt, like, amazing. Yeah, we, yeah, we, neither one of us felt really. And look, both of us had, like, slight little colds on this cruise. And, of course, you know, what's, if you're listening to this in the future, you may not remember. Hopefully you won't remember. But there's, like, the coronavirus thing. And I think... You know, we were fine, but I, we, were, we were a little paranoid about that, too. Like, we didn't want people to think that we had it and get quarantined or anything. Yeah, we, we were had, like, terrified of that stuff, because but, we were perfectly fine. And, and based on, like, what's been going on, like, ships not being able to go to ports and stuff like that, I think we just hit it the week before. Because when we were coming back, there were ships that were getting denied to go to ports. So yeah. we just barely made that. But we, we needed to get some rest, so we did. We went and got a little bit of sleep. And is that it? That was that, that was, was it. That was the day. Okay. And then we had a sea day. The next day was our final sea day. And what did we do on that sea day? So that sea day, we woke up and went to breakfast. Okay. That sounds pretty typical. Yeah. And then we went and did some trivia. Now we did, this was the trivia we did by ourselves, right? No. No? This was... This was the trivia we won. 
Oh, I thought that was later in the day. I thought that was the no. second trivia that day. Um, oh, it was. I lied. Ignore all of that. We didn't win anything. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, this is this is the trivia we did on our own. Yeah, and there were like 26 questions, and I think we got like 12 out of 26. Yeah, we didn't do as good. We didn't do very good. But I think the highest scores were like 18 or something, so it was... Yeah, but most of the people got like... like I don't know between thirteen and fifteen, yeah, and then the, was, like, the winner like yeah, it wasn't it wasn't amazing. All right, after that, after that, I don't have much besides nap, so I'm not sure what else we did. <laughs> we um, napped, but we did some other Serious stuff. Napping. We hung out, we took a nap, and then we got up and we went to the Love and Marriage show, which was at four thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, so sometime between ten thirty and four thirty, we napped and did some other stuff. It's kind of weird though. Like I've never, like I've never seen a love and marriage show at four thirty. Like it's usually at at night. Like usually late at night. But it was good. I I enjoyed the love and marriage show. I like the way Royal Caribbean does it more than the way Carnival typically does it, where they have the the guys and girls and the the like. They have the guys go off the or they have the girls go off the stage first. And then they come back and then they do the same thing. So it just makes it a little more, I don't know, interesting, I guess. And the cruise director did it. It was, it was funny. It was, it was a good time. Yeah. So that was fun. And then we took off to the tea time trivia, which sadly had no tea. No, it did have a British host, which was something. Yes. And she, and she was like, sorry, there's no tea in this tea time trivia. But uh, it was it was fun. But is that the one that we won? Yeah, that's the one that we won. So full disclosure, it was all true or false, which helped. Yes. It was 20 questions. Yes. And we got 19 out of 20. Yes. We also had partners. Right, but we got 19 out of 20. Yes, just... W- just the two of us could have, well, they didn't really help anything. They even argued one of my answers that I was like, I know this is the answer. And they're like, well, I don't know. And I said, fine, change it. They didn't change it. And it was right. Yes. And okay, so here's the thing. So so what does is, what is Royal Caribbean have going for it with the trivia? You typically don't grade your own paper, which I appreciate as an educator. Uh, and th- that's, well... That's it. Because then, then we won. Okay, if this was Carnival, hey, we get a ship on the stick. No, not in Royal Caribbean. What was our grand prize? Our take-home haul was what? We got a pin, like a writing pin, and a highlighter. Ooh, it was not the highlight of the cruise, but it was a highlighter. Come on, Royal Caribbean. You could do better than that. Yeah. Some people got, like, keychains. I've gotten a Royal Caribbean keychain for win- winning trivia. I always win trivia on Royal Caribbean. I... And yeah, it's just sad. Yeah. They need to up the game. Yeah. Give us something worth winning. I'm yeah. just saying, it doesn't have to be expensive. I don't think that those gold plated vessels on a trestle are that pricey. I think it's just. Did you, you know, just make that up? No, no, I, I oh. cannot take credit for that. But I, I think that, uh, I think that, you know, it's everybody, well, not everybody. There's a few people that don't care about those, but most of us really like those. Yeah. And, you know, you could put them up and be proud of them. What am I going to do? Display a highlighter and a pen? That's when we won that trivia game on the Brilliance of the Seas in 2020. Ha, ha, ha. It was the highlight of the cruise. I already used that joke. Anyway, up your game, Royal Caribbean. That's all we're saying. What did we do after trivia? I think after trivia, we went and had our daily cheese. 
Yes. Yeah, so the daily cheese is basically they had some amazing cheese at the buffet. Did yeah. I just sound like? Did I just go like New York? They had some amazing cheese at the buffet. It was so wonderful. I don't know if that was New York. I don't know what it is. Anyway, they have really good cheese. Yeah, cheese. And so we would go and we would have our own little appetizer, pre-MDR appetizer, once we discovered this. And then we would go to dinner and wonder why we were too full to finish everything. But Which, which is almost what we did. Because that, after yes. our daily cheese, we went to dinner. Yes, that we did that more than once. Yes, but that's we're talking about this day. That's what we did this day. Yes, yes. So so that, yeah. Then we went to went to dinner, had a good MDR dinner. Uh-huh. Apologized to Stephen and Putu for not being there the night before. They asked if we had too much tequila in Cozumel. Yeah, they thought we got drunk. We didn't get drunk. We didn't get drunk, but they didn't need to know that. <laughs> they didn't need to. That's usually the other way around. Anyway. Yeah. All right, so then dinner, and then did we do anything after dinner? Um, after dinner, we went to the Perfect Couples game show. Oh, which was really kind of, disappointing. Yeah, it was kind. Of, they it was they were like, this is not like the Love and Marriage show. This is basically it was kind of like a almost like a weird relay race yeah. with couples. It was it was mildly it was entertaining. Right. Yeah, but the couple that was like up against the winning couple shouldn't have been on there at all. No, because she cheated. She cheated. They did like they had people come up and volunteer. And then they had them do, they had to do this thing where they had like an apple. Yeah. No, was it an, yeah, a, it was an, an apple. apple between their belly buttons. And they had to, and they had to get it into one of their mouths and it, then carry it over. Both of their mouths. Both of their mouths. That's right. And yeah. Carry it over. Without using their hands. Yeah. Which she did use her she hands. She used her hands and they ended up, you know, getting in and then being one of the last two. And luckily they didn't win because if they would have won, I would have. We would have been flipping tables, well, and that's hard to do on a ship because they're usually nailed down. Yeah, we probably I probably wouldn't have done anything, but I would have been angry. Yes, we would have been salty. See how I did that? Tied yeah. that back in. Yeah. Now, uh, now the the couple that did win, I, I should point out the thing they had to do for the win was they had to change into each other's clothing. Yes, while behind a sheet. Yes, and here's the catch, though: the girl was probably all of maybe. Five foot two. That's what, yeah. And and probably I don't know. Teeny tiny. Yeah, little bitty thing. The the man, the man was what like six five and at, huge. At least six five. And not just tall. Like he was. He's a big not, guy. He wasn't fat. Just no, a big guy. A really big guy. So you think how in the world are they going to do this? Oh, they did it. They did it well. They rocked it. They they it was. And this girl's, this girl's pants were like, they were real tight yeah. pants. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure this guy was able to get his toe into it. Yeah, because basically he's standing there in his underwear yes. with, her, with her pants on his feet and uh, her dress on his neck or something. And yeah, and, yeah. and just proud but as could it. be. they did it. It was, they rocked it. Well deserved. It was awesome. Yes. I, and I, I don't know. I think they got more than a highlighter. I don't, I don't remember what they got. They got something that was we, okay. I don't know. We they left because okay, we were yeah. a little disappointed yeah. in the whole thing. Other than that, that was a that was the highlight. Yeah, yeah. And then and then after that, did we crash? Yeah. After that, we went to bed. We did have a mudslide there because we liked we the mudslide so yep. much. We had we had we haven't really talked about it, but we had a few drinks here or there, not a lot, but we had sprinkled some drinks in throughout the time. And then we went to bed. And then uh, next morning, we got up. And sadly, we were back in Tampa. We were. Sitting there at work. Well, not yet. What? Well, I guess we were. we got up, we were. We were near work, yeah. Yeah. I I thought you meant like I was actually physically sitting at work. No, no, no. We we were just. 
please don't do that. To no, me, yeah? we were just we were just looking at work. We yeah, were, we weren't working that day or yeah. anything crazy like that. Just the next day, yeah, the Friday. We worked Friday and then we got the weekend off. It, was, it wasn't too bad. It, it wasn't. It terrible, was. It was a nice way to kind of catch up on emails before jumping into a fresh week. Sure, sure. But because we had the key, mm-hmm. we got a special breakfast. Yeah. And it was a sit-down breakfast, like an a la carte kind of deal. And it was good. It was, you know, it was fine. It was it was nice. And uh, and then basically when you were done eating breakfast, they were like, you just let us know when you're done eating breakfast and they will walk you down to the, to the uh, terminal. And so what, that's what they did. And because we had the key, we checked our luggage to, to take it off the ship. And they put all of the key luggage in a special place. So when you get off the ship, you've got all that luggage. you got to figure out which one is yours and stuff. Well, it was a very limited amount of people that had the key on the ship. So it was really easy to find our luggage. There's probably like, I don't know, maybe 40 bags or something there. Yeah, it was not so it was very easy many. To find and ours. three of them were ours. Right, exactly. So we got our bags and we... Uh, we got off. It was quick. Was it. Yeah. Yeah. Customs was quick. I mean, it was really the embarkation, the disembarkation... At the ports, at the Tampa, at the Tampa, it was it was smooth. It was one of the smoothest experiences I've had. Yeah, it was really good. The the lady that was trying to direct people down the aisle, remember there was some people that were very flustered and yes. not very nice to her. That poor lady, she was like, just go. And they were, it was not pleasant. Once they got out of the way, I said, hi, how are you today? And she's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Go down this way. There's no line. Yeah, look. <laughs> These people, these people are working hard. We know that you're maybe stressed out getting off the ship, but keep in mind, these people are just trying to do their job, and uh, there's no reason to, like, blow up at them. Yeah, that poor lady. She was just trying to tell them where to go, and they were not very nice. She inter- but... They interpreted it as they, she was trying to tell them where to go. Yeah, she, they were. Ju- she was just trying to help them. Yeah, so... So that was it. That was the that was the cruise. That was it. The brilliance of the seas. Oh man. What? I'm really sad that it's over now. Like like I had the opportunity to relive it and it was great and now it's over. So okay, so let me ask you this. All right. So uh brilliance of these we're gonna do a whole episode on like it's gonna be like a Royal Caribbean versus Carnival Smackdown kind of thing. Uh but I don't want to get into too much of that right now, uh, but I do want to know what were what were your highlights of this cruise? Like, like if you had three things that stood out as your favorite parts of the cruise, what would those three things be? Three things. So first, the service in the MDR. Yes. Phenomenal. Yes. Absolutely. That's one of my three, too. Um, the second one would be diving in Grand Cayman. Yes, that was amazing. Which was really cool because it was my first time diving. Yeah, so yeah. that was cool. For, well, your first time diving in the ocean. Well, yeah. Not I your mean, first time diving. You, right. You well, are a certified scuba diver. I am that, now, yeah. That, that took that's, a few dives. That That's true. But it was, I mean, diving in the springs in Florida is completely different than, like, diving in the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was definitely the second one. Let me think about the third one. What's your third one? Well, those well, those two were my on my top two okay. as well. Um, the third one, uh, yeah, I have to think about that too. Huh. What is my third favorite thing of this cruise? I mean, now I, I'm not talking like cruising with you because that was amazing and awesome and everything. I'm just thinking of more like aside from that. I'm trying to think of what, what the third thing would be that I really loved about this cruise. And... 
you know what, Matt? I don't, because I'm not, like, sitting down and really thinking about every single detail, but I actually really liked having the key. I liked some of those features that it gave us. I feel like there were some things that we didn't have to wait for. We got some special things from having the key. Yeah, so we're going to kind of talk about that in more detail in another episode, but I think it's I think that I would agree with that. Like, we were a little bit iffy on whether we should get the key. Um, it has some perks. It's got some costs to it. It's sort of similar to Faster the Fun, but not really. And uh, I think for this particular cruise, and I realize the key is very different for different cruises and what you get and how much it costs for this scenario what we paid for it i would say i if i had to do over again i would do it again yeah would yeah. you put that on your as your top three or would I don't you pick know. something else i don't know i mean it was neat to do that i don't know if i'd put it on my my top three well, things since, but since you just sprung the top three on me i didn't have time to really think <laughs> to, about them all to be fair i sprung it on myself too because now i'm sitting here doing the same thing going what was my third thing i don't know what it was, everything else was, I mean, everything else was really cool and fun. I'm trying to think of something else that really stood out to me on this cruise as outstanding. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not thinking of anything that really hit that. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing that, that really blew me away besides those two things that I meant. You got something? I got something. You know what I'm going to say? And, and I don't want people to take that the wrong way because it was a wonderful cruise. Yes, it was. I'm just trying to think of things that like stood out above the every, – everything was awesome. So we have to think of something that's even awesomer than the awesome stuff, which is the, the problem. But what you got? You know what I think – what I really uh, appreciated about this cruise, it's been a while since I stayed in an interior cabin. And although interior is not my favorite type of, of stateroom or cabin – I really liked our cabin. Oh, I did too. A lot. I liked that it had, even though I mean we didn't need to use it, but I liked that it had the the curtain. I liked all the storage space that was in there. I liked that it had a couch, and um, what I really appreciated about it, I think, was that it just had a different because of the the colors and and everything it had a little bit different feel than like the the carnival cabins I've been in, and maybe it's because because I've been on so many carnival cruises that I kind of appreciated that change yeah i like the cabin a lot too seems like a weird thing to be excited no, about. no but I've... i really like the stateroom <laughs> but the um <laughs> the other interior cabins that i've been in have been quite a bit smaller this one felt very roomy like i didn't feel like i was roomy. ever it was roomy oh i didn't even plan that yeah huh. look at that i'm so good anyways um yeah i definitely felt like we had space to move around we weren't on top of each other that sort of thing was there anything that you didn't like about? Oh well, was there was there one thing that stood out that you didn't like about this particular cruise? I didn't like the layout of the ship. Not a fan of the Brilliance of the Seas layout. I so I'm gonna say this now, but we're gonna go into more detail on you know our our comparison episode. If I had to choose to do this this particular itinerary again to go out either on the brilliance of the seas or the carnival paradise i would choose the carnival paradise every time partly because of the ship okay interesting i'm not going to give my reveal on that what i would do yet because you'll have to but there are there are there are other reasons i mean i'm up in the air i would if it was like something where you definitely wanted to do the brilliance i would do it again my personal opinion would probably be to choose the other one partly because of the layout of the ship. Right, right. No, I hear you. I hear you. I, I think the thing that was the most 
and there wasn't anything super disappointing about this cruise. But if I had to pick one thing that I was disappointed in, I, I wish we would have done a seven night cruise. Oh, yeah. Or longer. Absolutely. Because of the time we took off, we should have just taken off one more right. day. One more day. And done a longer cruise. <laughs> that was that was my regret on this cruise is uh, I did not want it to end. Yeah. I'm with you there. Okay. Well, before we actually end, there's actually two more things I wanted to mention. Two things? Go two, ahead. What's two the, things. What's one of those two things? So the first thing is when we first got on the ship and we were kind of unpacking our bags... We actually got a knock on the door. You're going to make the dog bark. Oh, sorry, Reno. Anyway, so we he growled. <laughs> yeah. growl. it's, I'm right here, Reno. Can you see me knocking? <laughs> we got a we got a knock on the door. Don't do it again. I'm not. And we thought it was my bag cuz we Knock still, it off, Matt. <laughs> we were still waiting for my bag. So we opened up the door and there was somebody standing there with a plate with a little cover thing on it and a little card and we were like, "Oh, special food what is this <laughs> and what was it matt it was chocolate covered strawberries from our friend mary miller yeah so it was on a podcast not that long ago yeah talking few about the panama ago. canal and all kinds of other things yeah so tra- thank you mary yes thank you um they were delicious yes they were crunchy they were crunchy some of, the strawberries weren't crunchy the chocolate yeah some of the best chocolate covered strawberries yeah. i've ever had they actually were good. And they I were a lot. so good yeah delicious. yeah delicious so i wanted to mention that i wanted to thank mary thank you mary again again and the other thing i wanted to talk about is the photos uh-oh can you picture that hmm. can you picture that do 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 do, do, do. anyways um, so we did purchase some photos for a couple reasons. I feel like feel like we talked about that a little bit last episode. We took some photos. Yeah, we did. I um, think if not, then we just have. So yeah. Anyways, so we took some photos, um, partly because I wanted more photos with Matt. Because who wouldn't want more photos with Matt? No. <laughs> Also, um, I made I made a picture frame for my mom for Christmas yes. without a photo in it and a piece of paper saying that that it was reserved for you had an a photo. IOU for a photo, basically from this it was a cruise. Photo you, yeah. I photo you. I don't know what. I'm That's talking. weird. Stop. Okay. Anyways, so we we definitely had to get a photo for that. As we were looking through the photos that we did, we actually saw more than one that we liked. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up getting. Lots of photos, spent too much money. Yes. Whatever. But what was really cool about what Royal Caribbean had for their photos was something that I'd not seen on Carnival. They have something like this on the Vista class and I think on the Breeze I saw it, but it was actually more sophisticated. But they don't, I don't think, unless they've upgraded again which i don't think they have they don't have it on the paradise would be which would be a fair comparison okay so what is it that we're talking about yeah so they have a little kiosk that you can just swipe your card and it brings up all the photos that have been taken of you yeah basically they they ask you your room number when they take a picture and it's got some facial recognition technology in there as well i didn't really get to test that out to see how well it worked but after we had gone around looking for our photos all over the wall and having some success after a while, 
we the guy was like, hey, you know, you can just do this. And we're like, oh, that's so easy. Yeah. And also it made me wonder why did you still put the photos up in the wall? Why don't you just save some paper and um, and just do more kiosks? Because it's environmentally friendly. It probably saves them money. Yeah. And it's cool technology. Yeah. So it was really cool. You can go through all the photos. You can, like, favorite them. And then if you get one of the packages where you choose to get the digital photos, all you have to do is put a little heart on the ones that you like and then purchase them. I love it. Yeah. So it was really cool, which is what we did. Again, spent too much money, got lots of photos, but they're good photos. And now they're going to be hanging up all over our walls and Matt will love them. Yes. Yeah. No, when you go on the Carnival Horizon, you'll see their technology, which is really impressive. I don't know if, let us know, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Do some of the newer Royal Caribbean ships have more advanced technology with us? Because on the, on the Horizon, on the Vista, basically it's like whole walls light up with the pictures and you can walk up to a, a pillar type thing. Um, but like I remember one time I was walking through and like my picture came up on the wall and I was like, ah, that was Whoa. terrifying. But uh, so I just need to go on fancier ships. Maybe. But they don't have any of the printed pictures unless you buy them, which is which oh. I, I like that. Well, that's that's really cool because yeah. I hate wasting all those trees. Paper and ink. And yeah, it's just not. Yeah. I mean, if you want the pictures, that's great. But if not, then it's. Yeah, yeah it's but they not. can print them when you're ready for them. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And only print what you need. Not right. All this excess. Yeah. So, and it's cool, and it's fun, and it's nifty. So, yeah, so they've got that on the Brilliance of the Seas, an older ship, which is pretty uh, fantastic. Yeah. So those were the two things that I thought of after you asked me all the really hard questions that I wasn't prepared for. Perfect. Yeah. All right, so then let's go ahead and wrap this podcast up. All right, Matt. I think it's time to head for the horizon, and until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. weekend what what, where'd you come from i've been sitting behind you listening to this podcast she was keeping reno in check when i was knocking on the table actually otherwise i probably would have been attacked and mauled probably he's a mean dog he was growling at you big time yeah i I don't know what are we gonna do this weekend kimba well first i think we're gonna have your favorite meal yes indian buffet Yes, and then, I mean I I like Indian food. The buffet is good because you get lots of different stuff. Yeah, and then we're gonna go see dinosaurs. Roar! Where are we gonna see dinosaurs? We're gonna do find a time machine or something. How yes. Does that work? No, we're going to Zoo Tampa. They have a dinosaur thing going on right now. Ooh, and that means we're gonna get to see Garyels. Yay! Yoo-hoo! Yes, gharials and dinosaurs, what could be better? A cruise. But anyway, what else could be better? Yeah. Um, well, we're also going to Mayaka. Mayaka? Mayaka? What's Mayaka? What's a Mayaka? You tell me what's Mayaka. Mayaka is a park in Florida. It's just a little bit south of where we are, and it is, it's a nice big park with lots of nature. We're hoping to see a lot of awesome birds, which is pretty, pretty probable, but... Mayaka also has some of the biggest alligators I have ever seen, and lots of them. So hopefully we'll see a lot of alligators and a lot of birds, and if we're lucky, we'll see some other wildlife as well. 
Okay, let's go. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs>